BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Oh, hey now. Ooh. I wonder if that's what the bathhouse uh, sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. Ooh. Those are the subtle tones of the Dank and Yank, everybody. <laughs> yes. Ooh. It's <laughs> a couple good uh, last episodes. Was a lot of fun. Yeah. The uh, Dank and Yank. Smoking some weed, getting yourself jerked off. Chris yep. had the... Uh, the puff puff pool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that, sure there's going to be more. That, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like a never mind. Now, anyway, so <laughs> anyways, we're gonna have a fun episode. Uh, if you guys didn't get to check out the last one, it was a lot of fun, dude. We had uh, got to talk about some uh, ju- juicy smolier. Oh got to talk yeah, about some uh, jizzy jizz, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. It was good times. It's always good times. It is always good times. But uh, what's even a better time is going checking out PartofMyAmerican.com. There's oh, lots yeah. of cool stuff on there. Get on Patreon, everybody. Uh, get on Patreon. You got three tiers, different different things you might like. You get discounts on merchandise. You get some extra content. Uh, you get to actually interact with us on a phone call if you would uh, choose that tier. And then uh, if you're an audio listener, go uh, go uh, you know leave a great review. Something yes. juicy so Greg can read it on the toilet. Well, look at this. I'm going to read some right now oh, good to encourage you. everybody to go leave a freaking review, everybody. Look, never miss an episode. Five wait, wait, stars. Who is it? You got to say who it is. Uh, they didn't leave a name. Oh, no. Shout out. They're from Middletown, Delaware. Okay. Listen every day. Keep it up, fellas. We have uh, Tybo Jangles. Okay. Tybo name. Jangles Ooh. on November 30th said debomb.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> right. Five star. This is the coolest show out there. Been listening for a while. These dudes know how to keep it real and fun. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Awesome podcast from Mon Dizzy. Right? Nice, Come on. You guys keep it up. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. And it's not just uh, some ego trip. It's it's the fact that this actually does help us uh, yeah. with the algorithm. The more you guys review, the more we get shown to other people. Yes. Um, And please, for the love of God, if you like us and you care about us at all, okay, if you would give me CPR if I needed it, if you care about me that much, mm. leave, like, uh, take this, take the clips, share them. Take yes. the videos, share them, make videos. I see some, we just had a, one of our listeners from Sweden just posted a, a really cool, they were like cheersing with a yeah. wine glass, watching our stuff on the TV. It was a quick clip. Yeah. 
that kind of stuff. Make videos on IG. We'll share them. We'll put them on our stories. Yeah, but share the content because, uh, you know, we are still to this day facing shadow bans. We're still facing uh, discrimination. Actually, I'm going to call it fucking discrimination. Mm. We're being discriminated against for yep. being conservatives, <laughs> for thinking the right way. And uh, we're not going to take it anymore. So we, I need you all to, to get out there here, share the content. Oh, there a little Alex Jones came out of you right there. Yep. <laughs> fucking banana heads. Frogs are gay. Fucking doing their gay shit with gay frogs in the fucking bathhouse. You call me bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, dude, he actually, I want to say that. Did you see his little like, uh, his like tirade that he went on a little bit where he's talking about Trump? Yeah, I did. No. He's calling for Trump to come out against these vaccines. He's saying like enough is enough. If Trump doesn't come out soon and just tell people that this is not necessary, especially for kids, right? Because they're trying to approve this at the beginning of 2022 for newborns. Uh, was that it? I feel like he was talking about the, uh, I thought he was talking about the Ghislaine Maxwell case more. Than, uh, that's what oh. I thought. Where he was just, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I heard he him, came out, he yeah. was just saying like, you know, I've, I've supported Trump and maybe that's what he was talking about. I guess yeah. I misunderstood because I heard him talking about Ghislaine, so. Either way, uh, he's just saying Trump needs to needs to come up or yeah, that's I'm gonna fucking go after Trump. Yeah, tirade against Trump. You know? Yeah, hmm. from the uh, from the episode that I listened to, he basically was just saying, yeah, um, enough is enough. It's time for these people like uh, Rand Paul and you know Trump to come out and just the the people that denounce, are actually standing the ground. Yeah, denounce the vaccine as a whole and to say, look, people are actually getting sick from this shit, and it's uh. It's not working. Dude, I, yeah, I, I do have to agree with him. Uh, being a supporter of Trump myself in a lot of ways, I, I think that Trump needs to come out. Because people give uh, I people give Trump a lot of crap because he's been a proponent of the vaccine. I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's your right. If, it, if you took it and it worked for you and you didn't have any issues, by all means. That's the point that we're all having here is that you should be able to take it if you want to. And, you, you know, but Trump has said multiple times that he does not believe that this should be a mandated thing. So I'm okay with him saying like, Hey, I got the vaccine. I think it helps. That's your opinion. And I'm I'm okay with that. But Trump needs to come out and say the shit that's happening in New York right now, the stuff that's happening with our children. No, no more of it. So yeah, um, you don't need it. And you know, I don't know. Will he, I, I, he's pretty outspoken. I can't see why he wouldn't. I think he, appreciates Alex Jones and the other people. So he listens. I'm sure his son listens. So I'm sure he'll come out at some point, you know, we'll see. But I mean, that kind of brings us into like New York, you know, what was it yesterday? I mean, basically one of the strictest uh, mandates that we have in this country at this point now, um, Chris, you have the article, I think, or do you not? Um, yeah. And he basically came out and said that uh, so the mandates had to take effect just before Mayor Bill de Blasio leaves office, which is a month or two or something like that, will apply to workers at about 184,000, 184,000 businesses. Okay. That is a lot. Um, it's likely to face legal challenges. So if you scroll down, he, they basically came out and said that uh, I can keep going a little bit right here. So New York City, once the epicenter of the pandemic, has taken an aggressive stance on mandates and currently requires vaccines for city workers and for employees and customers ages 12 and older. 
at indoor restaurants, entertainment venues, and gyms. Mr. de Blasio also announced plans to tighten those rules by requiring one dose of vaccine for children ages 5 to 11 (laughs) and two doses for most people ages 12 and up. So the new mayor, Eric Adams, he's going to be taking office on January 1st. So we actually, we got a couple of weeks. Um, we'll be responsible for enforcing the policy and has not said whether he supports a vaccine requirement for private employers, though he has been uh, broadly supportive of Mr. de Blasio's mandates for the city workers and indoor dining. So it's uh, for my initial thing is kids. Right. Yeah. I think we've all talked about this multiple times. I'm so sick of this fucking shit. I know we I know you guys are too. And uh it's it's crappy that this has to always be a topic. The vaccines and the mandates and shit and COVID and all this. I'm fucking done with it. I know you are, right? Yeah. But I mean, when you're talking about five to eleven, um, I have two kids in that age group. Yeah. And we all have kids in that age group. And uh I'm just saying I'm not fucking cool with this at no. all. So, you know, this is a large part. We've had this discussion before. In New York City, there's a large, large number of unvaccinated in the black community. There's a large number of unvaccinated in the Hispanic community mm-hmm. and, and in the white community. So you're essentially, I just think it's such a discriminatory mandate. You're just going to like, you can't go to a restaurant. You can't go work out. You can't fucking go anywhere. That's, you know, to have any fun. In fact, even to the point where you can't be a part of school sports if you are not vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, if you're in New York, the time is now to, to push back as hard as you can. Or leave. Or leave. Because this is still an EUA. The, the, the What they're giving people is not the FDA-approved thing. They cannot yeah. mandate you to take this. It has to be voluntary. Yeah, we'll see how many people actually go through with it. I know that there's going to be, you know, those businesses that don't go through with this, and it's time to support those businesses, too. Yeah. Right? So band together. Find out who is able to stand up to this, because they're going to be taking on fines, I'm sure. That's part of the enforcement is like, oh, you're going to get a, you know, $10,000 fine for every unvaccinated person that enters your building. Oh, my God. Right. So just let it rack up. Well, the thing is that bothers me, too, is that Eric Adams, you know, uh, if you remember, he was running against that uh, former. I don't remember what he was, the Angels, whatever, um, for mayor. Eric Adams won. He was a, I think he was an ex police officer. But people were like, oh, finally, you know, like we don't have de Blasio anymore. The problem with all this shit is, is you get that sigh of relief because de Blasio's out. Yeah. But now you really have to question, like, is Eric Adams actually going to be any remove different. this? Yeah. Or is he going to follow in line? And that's why I don't trust any of them. Yeah. You know? It's just like Hochul replacing Cuomo. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. And and on top of it, like uh, Adams came out and it was kind of this, you know, he's a police officer and he wanted to get people back to work and all this other shit. And, I, I, you know, that's why I don't like uh, I know it's good to have moderates, but I'm just not a fan of moderates anymore. Like, I feel like a moderate is kind of just like the uh, fence sitter. Yeah, I don't like using that term. But it's like, dude, listen. It sounds painful to sit on a fence like that. There are. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm imagining that's going right up the (laughs) ticket. I've seen some videos of people actually getting, you know, they have, you know. Yeah, skateboards, all that shit. Uh, Skateboard sitter. I understand the idea of a moderate, and I understand that you can be neutral. 
And that's not a bad thing by any means. But when it comes to mandates, I am firm on you're either for this or you're against this. There is no fucking middle ground on this. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. You, like it, it, to be a moderate on vaccines. Fine. I could, you could say, you know, I, you know, I think they're fine. I think they're good. Um, I, you know, I, I wouldn't certainly recommend that you have to have it, but you know, if you like it, great, that's moderate. Sure. But on a mandate, you're either for the mandate or you're against the mandate. There is no, like, let's talk about this. There is nothing to talk about. You either are for the constitution or human right, or you're not period. So I don't understand what they were saying when, you know, he's going to reevaluate it. There's nothing to reevaluate. You know, you either yeah. are for children forcefully being vaccinated and, and adults forcefully or having to get a vaccination to work and have a living or you're against it. There is no middle period. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, to me, you got to step back and just say, why? Why? Because if you look at the data, the kids don't fucking need this. They don't need a vaccine. It's not worth the risk. People are saying, well, it outweighs the risk of getting COVID. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I'm looking at the data. I can well, tell you. Well, and the data shows, I mean, how many times have we said this is insanity? How many times are you going to reissue the same policies and the same rules if it didn't work the fucking last time? Well, and yeah. how many times are you going to look at Florida and Texas and, and other other states, I should say, or other countries? They aren't enforcing anything. They aren't enforcing shit and getting better and better and better. Yeah. And, and just ignore the fact that the policy at best for them, it's equal. And if it's equal, then why are we just not having people go back to work and not have to do all this shit? You know? Yeah. And so that's why when it go, going back to like the Trump thing, Alex Jones Mm -hmm. calling out Trump, I wish Trump would be more outspoken against the mandates because he has a strong voice. You know what I mean? I imagine he will come February. Okay. When his platform launches. But I'm just saying, like, people are losing their jobs now, and you have this guy kind of saying... Well, they're not. Well, we need our kids to do this and this and this. Well, there are certain people there that did some. lose their jobs. Yeah, but I'm saying the, the, the full mandate has not gone through, and it looks like it might not. Every state now has, has barred the uh, mandate. Yeah, federal judge. For federal. But I, he should. Will he? I don't know. But I also think that there's timing to this. There's also a presidential aspect to it that I think, I don't know. Cause every time he's been asked about shit, he's always like, I can't talk about that. There's issues, you know, campaign issues and stuff like that. So I don't know what the plan is or why, but you're I right. Just, I'm sick of optics being a, an excuse, right? It's like, Oh, well I can't do that because it looked bad in the public. Yeah. Eye. But we have to do that, Greg. I'm just saying, but I'm just what, saying, what, what is it now? You said that there's no room for somebody in the middle. So what side are you on, Trump? No, I, I understand, but we could we could just blow up this entire podcast by just saying whatever we want anytime we want. Yeah. Oh yeah. On YouTube. So I'm saying if you if you there are things that you have to go with. I don't know if there's some campaign issues if he talks about things or I, I have no idea. I'm just saying there's well, no point in destroying because- his presidency over or the idea of running again over something like this at this moment. Mm. Is what I'm trying to say. You have to be somewhat strategic in some of these things. And there's a difference between being on a on one side or the other and being vocal about it. He could have an opinion, but he just can't share it. Mm. I don't know if that's the case. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I don't know. Case. I don't know if that... or he or he's in a position where he doesn't want to share it because, like you said, it's uh, he has a a political career now, and that's a shitty thing to say. But if he's if he's going to run again, if he's planning on trying to be the president again, 
he needs to step in the right directions to to be able to accomplish that if he wants to try to fix things. Well, I mean, what's uh, okay? Let's talk about this for one second here. Uh, we all thought when Trump left office, we're like, he's going to remain super vocal. He's going to be out doing shit, and he hasn't really. He mm-hmm. ha- he has he has, but not to the extent that I think we thought he was going to. Yeah, I think um, if he to go again, like do a, I guess go against what I just said is going with your point, the strategy wise. Mm-hmm. He realizes that the fake news is in control right now mm-hmm. of the narrative. And so if he were to say anything that they would just twist the fuck out of it. Yeah. And make it go into his back. Absolutely. Like, That's possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also think there's a part of me that thinks Trump. Trump is a vindictive person. Can you agree on that? Like, like he, he likes like he, he likes that twisting of a blade. A he holds bit. grudges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so let me let me throw out this way to you. He supposedly loses the election. I'm not ever going to say that. I think he legitimately lost the election. I don't think he did. But he supposedly loses the election. He leaves office. Now Biden's in. Mm-hmm. Part of me thinks, yeah, he just sits back. He's, you know, he's he's wealthy. He's like, ah, fuck. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to drink a mimosa. I'm going to play some golf. I'm going to let this fucking thing burn. Arnold Palmer, okay? That's Arnold what he's Palmer. I'm, he's, <laughs> he's sitting in his head. He's going, I'm just going to let it burn for a while. Controlled fire. I'm going to let it burn. I'm going to let these people understand what they had and what they're missing now. And I think that's what's happening. I think there's he's going to come out and he's going to be like, so how was that last year for you? Letting people see for themselves. Let it happen. Don't intervene. Just let Biden do Biden. Let Kamala be Kamala. Let the government run the way that they want it to run. No yeah. interference. And I think at this point, the, the poll numbers show you that people do not like the direction we're in. Well, and oh, everything absolutely. shows they're not confident in his leadership. They're not confident in Kamala's leadership. They're not confident in de Blasio or, or any just of these the state guys. of the country. So at the end of the day, he's going to be able to come back and he's going to go. Did you miss I me? Let, I let you guys have it for a year. Right. You had full control. I didn't interfere. I didn't do nothing. I just let you do what you wanted to do. I didn't make any comments and about look it. what you've done and look where we're at. That's do you what you still al- want this man. He's already come out and said that. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying he's going to be more for, aggressive. He's called for Biden to resign. No, yeah. he just put out a statement. Sure, a and, he, and he should. But my point is, is I think people are starting to see on their own without the help of Trump or any of those people that this is not the way that we thought it was going to be. We already knew that. I think us and a lot of yeah. people that voted for Trump knew that that was going to be the case. But there are many Democrats. There are a lot of minds being changed right now. Well, Hopefully. changed. I don't know. But understanding that, like, maybe it wasn't a great idea just to vote against Trump and have whoever. You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people voted just to be against Trump. Not oh, that they liked Biden. I'm, not sure, that there, I'm sure there was. So that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Going forward, I think that maybe some people will learn that voting against somebody is not the way to vote. Because Trump had a better America, period. You could dislike the man, but his America was a lot better than what we're in right now. Uh, yeah. So um, it's going to be interesting. But New York in general, like we were just watching before the show, uh, you know, Joe Rogan was on there talking about Seattle and He's like, dude, it's a fucking explosion. That place is a fucking train wreck. And it is. Oh, yeah. New York is right there. New York and San Francisco and Seattle are, are yeah. a- absolute train wrecks. And, uh, you know, there was that case where the, the fucking dude got let out for an assault charge and went and beat the shit out of two women in New York City. And he's out again. <laughs> you know, like there, it's unlaw like the lawlessness is there. And I was saying you should move the fuck out. Well, it's all the Democrat cities. There was just a, a thing I seen on. A video I watched the other day where people, they're suggesting people when they go, like, fill up their cars at the gas station, remain in your car as long as possible. Because oh, people yeah? are just running up and 
fucking jacking them. Oh, wow. Well, there's actually and a, robbing them. a ton of pictures of people at the gas pump, and they're holding, like, a fucking Glock or some shit by their waist, pumping gas. Yeah. And it's like, if you, and the picture was titled something like, if you have to do this at a gas pump, you live in a democratic state. Yeah, there's multiple videos of people filling their car up, and the, uh, another car just pulling up, and people jump out and fucking rob them. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. So... Broad daylight, nobody gives a shit. Well, anymore. yeah, and the looting wasn't there. Just a mass looting in San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah, tons. Yeah. Uh, they're just going through. I mean, it's not just mass looting; it's just looting. Like they're just going to any place. I actually watched a guy go into like a. It was a fucking cell phone store. There's a fucking camera inside the cell phone store, and he goes up to the glass door. He gets out a fucking saw, like a fucking handheld. I don't know what kind of blade it was or what kind of door this was. I mean, glass, I'm assuming, but it, he just fucking cuts a fucking square out of the glass, jumps in, steals all the phones, and jumps out. Hmm. <laughs> it didn't even, it wasn't even like, I'm going to kick okay. this window in. He's like, I'm going to cut it cleanly. It's like a Mission Impossible thing. <laughs> yes. Wow. Dun, dun, but dun, the point dun, is, dun, is that dun, mission dun, dun, became dun, dun, possible. Dun. You, we've had this discussion. Uh, you know, uh, we've talked about moving to Texas for sure. And we, we've talked with you about it as well. But like, there's, you never want to leave. Your your place that you grew up like this is yeah. the place we grew up and it's like I love Washington I love Oregon yeah but like in New York for example like when, when's enough enough yeah I would say like the major cities uh, it's it's pretty damn bad dude even Bongino was like it's time to move it is but the the biggest problem is is I, I just talked to a gentleman at work um, he was selling his rental house yeah he's like I put it up for X amount of money. He's like, I had so many bids that it went for like $80,000 more than I put up for mm. all of them from California. Yeah. Yeah. The, what the problem is, is it's a disease. Liberalism, the ideology of it all is a fucking disease. I have no problem saying that it is a fucking disease and it spreads like cancer, bro. And mm. like they, they destroy their host, which is Portland or California. Sounds like a and they spread to an, yeah. And they spread to another one. Uh, so they're going to go to this beautiful place. Why, you know, you get some people moving to Texas, a lot of people, Florida and Idaho is another one that, that Seattle, a lot of people in Seattle are moving to Idaho. Yeah. And Boise is this beautiful fucking place. It's a beautiful place. It's a small town feel. It's got a lot of cool, but they're going to go there and they're going to bring their shit and they're going to infect it. Mm. And, and, mm. and so that's what I'm worried about in our community. How many people are coming up from Portland? How many people are moving up here because it's this nice little town? There's jobs here. We got, you know, we got the mills and shit. There's lots of work. Or maybe they're moving out because they realize they were wrong. Could be. And maybe they never agreed with that political I, environment to begin with. They just lived there because it was nice. And then I said that, yeah. They got a little fucking. Yeah, I think away. a lot of the Texas move, the California to Texas, I think is a lot of like Northern California. I think a lot of people in North California, which is yeah. predominantly red in most areas, are fleeing the fucking state because they're sick of the shit. And, and that's, that's sure. Sure. But I don't know if there's a lot of help for New York, you know, like, yeah. or at least but, New York City. But that is a thing that you're saying. Like, people tend, it does happen, people tend to leave, like, if they're leaving L.A. or they're leaving fucking San Francisco. They tend to move somewhere else, and they take those same ideologies with them. Well, yeah, that's the number one reason against immigration. Mm-hmm. Or not having an influx or having control over immigration because you have immigration coming in and they're bringing their cultural values and they're going to change your culture. That's that was like the whole push behind build a wall. Mm. It wasn't behind because like we don't like people of a different race or anything like that. It was like we have a set culture in America 
and we want to keep it that way. We don't want it to become well, I think something we're else. very diverse. For sure. And I think, I think a I'm lot just, of, yeah, I know what you're I'm saying. I'm not saying that that was yeah. my argument. I'm yeah. just saying that that was I don't, the argument for. I don't remember that like as much, but the problem is, is like a lot of people who immigrate here don't want to incorporate American culture at all. And it should be, the, what made us great was that you could speak your language, speak American as well, or English, I should say, not American, English speak Hispanic at home or whatever, you know, you come from yeah. and you can incorporate it all. And that was like this big melting pot. Whereas now you're seeing, I, I mean, I, every day, man, I see people who old, they don't speak a, at all. They don't speak any English at all. Yeah. And so well, what it tells you is they, they, yeah, they're here, they're working, but they don't really care to incorporate the American value into their life. For sure. I'm just saying that when you have, you can equate the two scenarios. So, right. You have, let's just say, People from Mexico fleeing Mexico because of the torturous government. They're coming up here. And some will argue that, well, how did your government get that way? Because you let them get that way. And then you're going to let our government get that way. So we don't want that happening. They could, you could equate that to liberals moving to Texas and just saying like, well, why are you fleeing Mm -hmm. California? Like you voted for that apparently. Mm Mm-hmm. And now you're going to come here and vote the same way? Yeah. So it's the same kind of, you know. It is. And I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And my, I, I've said it on the show before that, like, what bothers me with, like, Mexico, the cartels, it's like the only way you're going to beat that is when the communities come together and say they form their own militia, if you will, and yeah. actually combat it. Because that's, I mean, we had it with the Revolutionary War, man. That's part of the deal. Like, you're, you're in a country, you love your country, and you fight for what you think is right. Yeah. And they're allowing things to be taken over. And I think it's weak. I got to be honest with you in, in a certain aspect, because at some point America might have have that civil war. I mean, it's not like it's we not once we have. We had a civil war. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. I said revolutionary war, I meant civil war, but uh, I meant we have and we could again. You mean like between the two high schools, like a football game? Oh, yeah. The civil yeah. war game. Oh, it's not called that anymore, Greg. Oh, it's not. Is no, that they uh, said they couldn't call it a civil war anymore? Oh, okay. Ridiculous. But it's not really about my immigration per se, but it's it's ultimately comes down to like at a certain point, like New York City is a cesspool, you know, Seattle is a cesspool. Yeah. And and you're right, Greg, that you have allowed that to you voted that in. And the problem is, is with the mainstream media and everybody else, they don't even understand that they're the reason that it's that way. Now, I will say this. We haven't seen the complete evidence to prove this correctly yet, but I'm just saying that if it is proven that people did not vote for that over the years. And there was cheating involved. Now what do we do? Because you don't know the true values. Because you don't know if uh, Seattle actually voted for these pieces of shit. Or if they were cheated out of elections for decades. We don't know. Like So that's it just resets the whole map. Because you're like, okay, well, who's voting for who now? Well, here's a, here's my thing about that would be we've been very vocal about the idea that, that Trump was robbed. Yeah. A lot of people have been very vocal and a lot of his supporters have come out multiple times saying we need to investigate this more. Yeah. And if that's really true, if if Seattle really didn't vote for Inslee, let's say. Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. Because like it's pretty obvious to me when you look at the basics, the 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 number of rallies, how many people were attending, the support that he had, the economy that we had, and then Biden. Yeah. It, to me, it's obvious. Now, Inslee, like I can't imagine an entire city who maybe voted the other way and we're like, yeah. and then it's Inslee and everybody's like, oh. you know, like if it, either you're a piece of shit and you just are like, whatever, I guess that's what it is. And you just are brain dead. 
if that really was the case, where's all the voices? Well, where's all the voices from other states too? That's my, what I'm saying is like, which makes me believe that it could, could be that way. I don't know. Because honestly, I don't what, even know what is that, uh, how many people are voting. Yeah. Because the number of people voting could just be made up. What is that? Uh, what is that syndrome called when you're like taken captive? But then Stockholm. You, Stockholm syndrome. Maybe that's what fucking Seattle has. They're just like, oh yeah. They're just like, oh, we the, know we're going to be blue. So was, what's yeah, the point we'll just, in voting? We'll just live with it. Yeah. Well, they they keep feeding wow. people with this like, you know, there's a lot of work to do still. You know, the the agenda's there. We just got a lot of work. We need to more do. We money. Got a lot of roadblocks. We got to lean. You know, it's going to take years. And people are like, yeah, it's it's going to take years, man. I know the homeless is everywhere. But we'll get it eventually. And they believe that it's going to happen eventually, that everything will just work out. But it's yeah. not. It's getting worse and worse and worse. And that's that's where we're at. And nobody is acknowledging it. At least on the left, they're not acknowledging it. So. Well, that we've seen. I mean, we... Where's it at? I just, I'm just saying, where is it at? Okay. You know, I, I just... They have voices, too. I know. But to be fair, we don't watch a lot of news. I don't. So I'm just, I don't know who's out there speaking up. I know that... Um. Like, for instance, Joe Kent is like an up and comer against mm-hmm. yeah. Herrera Butler. And so maybe he will be someone who speaks more truth out and about. And we can actually get some truth being spoken and some things being overturned. I don't know. But that's just because uh, there are people that speak out and stuff. It's just you got to know where to go to, to see it. Because right now we're looking at main articles that are on like. Yeah, no, I, I understand you know I mean? that, dude. But I'm saying living in the state. You know, if if the case was that Washington wasn't for Inslee, for example, yeah, like there's these protests going on in Olympia. Okay, there's some people showing up. Yep. Where is the outrage? Why why are we not seeing what's going on in in fucking Germany right now? Why are we not seeing what's happening with the protesting in Australia right now? Why are we not seeing what the, you know the protests are, are erupting everywhere? Well, I think it's getting really we, violent. I think really, we need to have absolute proof that it actually. Was. Why does everybody else not need absolute proof? Well, that's for like vaccine stuff. I'm yes. talking about for the voting. But do they not go hand in hand? Well, yeah. Gavin but Newsom. I'm just saying, like, if if your election was stolen, that's one reason to go out and have a rally. But if somebody is mandating you to vaccinate your kids mm-hmm. for you to go into a grocery store, what's to say? Then that is a completely. Is it really? It's a dire situation. Yeah. No, I don't think it's completely different. Hand to hand. Gavin I, Newsom yeah, is a prime example. You, one leads to the other. Did yeah. Gavin Newsom not run against Elder? For sure. It does. And did you not know that if Gavin Newsom wins, that the mandates were going to get worse, if not more extreme? Maybe. They did. And so that's my point is like, if we don't know if there was election fraud 100%, it sure does seem that way. Mm-hmm. Right. It, with the 2020 election. That's what I'm saying. Like with the stuff that was found in Arizona, it sure does seem like there's some shit that went down. Mm-hmm. So if California turns out to be the same way, did they actually vote for that? Did they vote for these new vaccine rules? But see, but I know. And I agree. Or did they just make it look like they did and they're enforcing it? But if the election was stolen from Elder, right, let's say he actually did win and that we, there's no proof of that. But let's yeah. say he did win. Yeah. And then Newsom comes in and makes more strict mandates directly after, which he did. Where's the protesting on that? Because everybody would be pissed off that, hey, I voted for earlier. I didn't want these fucking mandates. Now we have mandates because you got reelected yeah. wrongfully. They're all tied together. You know, I just don't understand, like, where's everybody at that's coming out saying, like, hey, we can't be, you know, vaccinating 
everyone. That's it should not be a mandate. Mm-hmm. Where's the vaccinated coming out saying this is wrong? Dude, they they are. I've seen pictures of protests, but they're not as large. I will tell you that because California's huge, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm talking about the the rallies that I've seen. I, I know, but California is huge. There's yeah. a lot of people, and yep. there's not huge rallies. So I'm. It's like a lot of people are just completely withdrawn from it, and I don't understand that. If you're really against all this, yeah. Um, I don't know what the difference is between, let's just say, where's a big, uh, protest been? France, Italy, Austria. Just they just Austria. had a massive huge. one. Okay, so what is the difference between the Germany. regulations? There versus here, and Definitely look at stricter. that. Okay, well maybe that's what it means. <clears throat> if if the rules were stricter and the regulations were stricter here, do you think we would see something on the same par as that, or would mm-hmm. we just kind of let it go? But I think there's a lot of people that will. I hate to say it, but I think there's just a lot of people that will be complacent out of laziness yeah you think so yeah Yeah, i think the majority of the american public just would aren't gonna expend their time to go do something for a cause even if they believe in it or not because they they got work to do oh we got other shit to do gotta wake up and go to work and do all that i mean you make a good point man but My 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 rebuttal to that statement would be like you see what's happening in Australia, you know you see what's happening in Germany, and every other place, right? Mm-hmm. Just like when we saw the France, the yellow jacket shit, and all that, we all see it. We all see the direction that it can. They're trying to make it go in the United States. It's going to be a harder battle here than it is there. Let's be honest. Like there's, it's just going to be. It's not as easy as it is there. Like we have a lot more freedom than they do, I I think. Well, that, now I think that's in a lot of people's minds too. I think, oh, this is America. I mean, this sucks, but this will pass. We'll get over it. But what they did in New York is not far off. I mean, they haven't done the whole like you can't leave your home shit. But I'm saying they're really that's some really strict shit that De Blasio just put out. We'll see if it gets enforced, because so far I don't think it has. Yeah, not really to the level of Austrian police going through a mall checking for your fucking vaccine passport, yeah. dude. We haven't had that here. Yeah. So I'm just saying and there's I, a massive I, I, difference. I do think people will remain how they are until it gets to a point where it, it's literally too late. The fucking limit. And like we can't our business no business can survive. We can't provide for our families. That kind of thing. I think unless it gets to a wake up point, like an absolute fucking okay, this something needs to change now. I think people are just going to be complacent. Yeah, once people don't have anything to lose, they will fucking go to war. Because if if you don't have anything to lose, what is there left to live for? It's just really, I guess it's just sad to me that, like, there's no fucking precaution to any of this. Like, you're just like, meh. I showed you that video of that professor. It's like, where's the line? Where's the fucking line? Exactly. For sure. But and you make you, a line and you step back. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you can cautiously keep an eye on things. Dude, nah, see, I, I I so disagree with that. If you would go back five years ago, five years ago, and you would have asked anybody, not knowing anything that's going on right now. Yeah. And you would have said, where's your line in the sand? If this was to happen, where's your line? If they, if you, what, what if they uh, mandated all federal workers to have vaccinations? Is that a line for you? And a lot of people would be like, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. What if we mandated all uh, kids five and over have to have a vaccine to go to a restaurant? Is that ridiculous? I think most people would have been like, fuck that, dude. Like, no way. 
But well, we've the, been slow burned into this fucking shit. I, I yeah. think it goes down right what we've I said know. before, and we have friends like, that are like this. Mm. They're not gonna have an action on their end because their line isn't until it affects them personally. Yeah, that's that's my point. And like, yes, I do think people get slow fucking burned like the frog, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what they're doing here. They're testing it, New York, yeah. California. Then we'll spread it to other states, right? But as far as the um that like I don't I refuse to say or think that people can't see what's happening. I don't think people are that dumb. I mean, maybe they are, but I I feel like there's a a conscious group of people in America that see what's happening and they're keeping an eye on it and they're keeping a finger close to the trigger and they're going, okay, well, if you cross this line and I think a lot of people do have a line, they'll arm up. But that's the thing. Not everybody's line is going to be in the same place. No, it'll be different. And I mean... what would it take for you to grab a gun and point it at somebody? That's the line I'm talking about. So that think, is a, I don't think it'll get that far. Well, I'm just saying that is, that is where a lot of these countries are very close to being. Like if you're in Austria and somebody is like, uh, you need to come with me. You're not wearing a mask or you're not showing me your vaccine passport. Come with me. These people can get away with it because they don't have weapons over there. Right. They don't have weapons like we do. Like yeah. we could have somebody just walking in a store concealed weapon. Any anybody. Right. Yeah. So you can't just go up to somebody and say, hey, sure, sir, show me your your vaccine passport. And they go, OK, here it is. And they point a gun right at you. Go get the fuck out of here. There's your vaccine passport, bitch. Right. <laughs> so it's just it'd be a lot harder here. So then I'm just, you know, I just think we're broken then. I think that yeah. like there's there no there is no uh, effort uh, group effort then exactly I, I and they've think, done that on purpose but I don't think it's broken I think the American people have been comfortable for too long yeah but I'm just saying like in there's, order to win a battle like this you have to have unity you have to organize you have to have a yeah, way but to that, organize that's not going to happen until there's a collective but like you said limit reached truth social a way to but contact and organize people mm-hmm. I think at that point it might be too late. Like when that when that line that invisible line that everybody has to get crossed because there's all these variations everybody's line is a little bit different yeah but that well, extreme line where everybody finally goes like oh wow no that's too late maybe it maybe it's not maybe that's what it needs to get to we all agree that our fucking government's corrupt our everything's fucked up maybe it needs to get to the point where everything needs to come down and needs to re, be rebuilt well yeah and that's that's where it's very extreme. You know, because that is a very Bernie Sanders way of that's a Bernie bros way of looking at things like, fuck this government. We got to tear the whole fucking thing down on anarchy. You know what I mean? No, I didn't say that. (laughs) There doesn't need to be anarchy. (laughs) Okay, Yeah, that's true. But there needs to be a collective recognition that things need to absolutely change. Not just in our in our the way we do things, but the way we think about things, the way our government operates, all of it. Yeah, and that's uh, like, how do you take the whole fucking thing down in one foul swoop? And that, that's with money. And that's why the argument is, is if you want to destroy the system, you destroy money. You bring in an alternate source of monetizing things. And because right now, everybody who is bad in the world has a lot of money. And that money can pay off certain things to happen for them. But if you take away that power, you take away their control of wealth. They can't pay people off. So if toilet 
or well, if if your money just becomes like toilet paper overnight, you can't pay somebody to go kill somebody. You can't pay somebody to go corrupt up a business. You can't. Yeah, but, you know what I mean? yeah, but at the same time, you're not only like fucking them, you're fucking every person on this. You know what I mean? Like it's an entire sure. fuckery. Yeah, you definitely have to have a uh, an exchange program set up. But I just like I, I'm I'm I struggle with the idea that our constitution, like that should have just that should have been the line. To me, should have been, and like so, I don't understand like any like anything beyond that. Like that to me just is uh, bewildering to me that like. When you're taken away and you're fringing on people, like it started with the guns, man. Let's just be yeah, honest. Yeah. Like, yep. it, like that should have been that thing that you're talking about. Like, we got the hand on the trigger. Like, we're keeping an eye on this. That should have been years ago with the guns. Well, that goes right down to the politically lazy American people. Well, yeah, just I, I, I not get paying that. attention and electing people that aren't going to enforce our rules and regulations as far as the Constitution goes. But I think that there have been um, some significant wins. What with blocking these? I mean, the there was one judge. It was a uh, Trump appointed judge who mm-hmm. blocked all healthcare workers from getting this vaccine. Yeah, yeah, that was overturned. And then you had this federal judge just stand by, mm-hmm. right, and just said, "Okay, yeah, federal contractors now are not mandated to get the jib jab." That just happened today. So yeah, it's happening slowly, but the Constitution is working because that's what overturned those decisions and that's the why these judges is working i mean that we have uh safety nets that's what's made the government work so well is that there's all these other checks and balances checks and balances the problem is what if trump wasn't able to employ those people yeah what if game over exactly yep so the the end of the the story is like it's working because we had a competent president who hired brought in people who were constitutionalists Okay, but what it does show you is that in a four-year span, if that was Hillary Clinton, oh yeah, we would have been dosed. We are dosed. done. Yeah, that's how fragile it is. We're done, and that's why people need to fucking pay attention. They do, but like you said, they're not going to. Not all of them are going to. They will, but they need to hit that point where they realize they need well, to. Yeah, and going back, they to the realize the the I've got don't got the word I'm looking for. But the responsibility of the American person, mm-hmm. that is the responsibility of the American people. Well, and going back to the beginning of this conversation, you said people have to see it. They have to experience this bullshit that you voted for, right? Not always is it just the person is not Trump. That's worth voting for the man. That doesn't work out. You're seeing it. Now you're experiencing it. But have you experienced it? Well, so let me just finish the sentence. The ultimate way to actually see the whole system work is to see it in in motion, right? And to see these judges block these mandates and say, oh, yeah, okay, why did they block that? Because we have a constitution and they were standing by it and our system is working and we do have a system of checks and balances. We don't have a dictator. We have a president who's supposed to be in charge. We have a president that's trying to be a dictator. Yeah, but... Going back to what you just asked, what were you saying? Have you, I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, have you, any of us, actually felt anything or witnessed something or had something happen to us yet? No. What do you mean? My kids haven't been forced to be vaccinated. Their schools, other than masks, their schools are yeah. not forcing it. My job hasn't fired me. it hasn't hit us personally. I mean, yet. I've put in an exemption letter and 
you know, fortunately it was approved. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is when you're saying they have to experience it, like we haven't technically experienced much of it, any of it. Not yet. Not yet. But what I'm saying is, but this is a world thing. This isn't really, I know, just but, a, yeah, but I'm just saying like, why is it that people that haven't experienced it can, can understand by other people's experiences that it's not that this is bad. Why does it have to be like that a line? you had to get fired in order for you to stand up now? When you could look around and say, like, well, you have friends and family. Everybody knows somebody that has got a job loss because of this. Everybody um, can go to the honestly, store. because a lot of people are brainwashed. And selfish. Into thinking that the politicians have our best interests. And the science community, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just like. You can't that, go to a yes. store and not pay more money. You can't go to a pump and not pay more money. That's hit every single person oh, in this yeah. country. And, and that's not good enough. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, where, what, like, we keep saying, like, well, it has to hit you. But then, like, there's always another thing that, well, this has to hit you harder on this one. So the ma- mandate comes in. We lose our jobs. And everybody's like, well, I mean, uh, but, you know, unless they, like, put us on a train. And then maybe all. It's like we keep moving the how hard do you have to get hit. Well, I think that it's going to affect the most people, probably the majority of people, when they can't afford to live the life they normally do anymore. When they have nothing left to lose. That's what it is. Whether that be losing their jobs or fucking the prices of things go so far out of control that you can't afford it anymore. Then people are actually going to be like, what the, okay, what the fuck's happening? And then they're going to look around and realize the problem. But now you've created a problem to suffice the problem that you had before. And that's where I have an issue with it. Because now you've created a situation where you got an angry person who is now can't survive with kids. So now they're focused, and we've had this discussion, guys. We've had this discussion. Now your focus is, how am I going to feed my kids? Yeah. Where do I go get some extra money? How do I keep my relationship intact? Where am I going to do this? How am I going to get heat? How am I going to get gas? And you're not thinking, fucking Biden. Like, you might say, fuck Biden, but you're not going like, how can I get together with all the rest of the people? You're well, in the perfect you, situation well, right you, now. Well, you fucking better, because that's how it's going to get fixed. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's the, that's the I think that's the game plan. The, you, there's a certain point where you're you're in a perfect strategic position to battle. We're in that right now. We have internet still. We still have somewhat of a voice. We still can have communications, and we can see what's happening around the world. Mm. But at some point, they could take all that away, mm-hmm. leave you with nothing, no way to communicate because you can't afford a phone anymore. Go ham. Ham radio. We're going ham. I'm just saying, at some point, we're yeah. just going to be individualized to a point where we we don't have any way. And we're extra angry because everything's falling apart, but we have no way to actually do anything about it anymore because we've let it happen too long. And that's scary as fuck. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, the signs are all there. We saw the sign with Nazi Germany. We saw what was going on. We took action. We got attacked, but we we took action. We had no problem going to war when, when Saddam Hussein was doing shit to his people because we saw the writing on the wall, right? We we go to war all the time for this shit. This person's mistreating his people. We need to go fucking kill him. But this person right in this country is 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 mistreating his people. And we're just like, well, the line's not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it's it's nuts to me that we are in a position where we're allowing something like this to happen. And doing absolutely dick to do anything about it. So here's the argument. A bunch of dudes, men and women, I guess, if you want to be fair, arming up and going to the White House and pulling Joe Biden out with guns. Just like, you know, just like an insurrection, a true insurrection, right? And let's just say that um, this was uh, just an armed overthrow of our government. We 
we pulled everybody out in the street and I'm not going to say people get shot, but I'm just going to say they get arrested or mm-hmm. detained by this militia. Yep. Now what? So what you I, just, what you just said was a violent way of overthrow. Doing it. Yeah, no, no, but it doesn't have to be a violent. We don't have to be the instigators. We don't have to violently instigate situations, which is exactly what you just offered to do. Yeah. That's not what I I'm didn't talking. offer it to do. <laughs> no, I'm saying that's what you just put out the scenario of which would be. Yeah. Everybody goes and pulls him out of the office. And I'm then- saying like, so they're afraid to do that because of obvious reasons. They're going to get killed, right? They're going to go up against military at that point. Yeah. It's safe to say. But do you think, is that what, is that what um, Austria is doing right now? No, or but Germany? I'm, I'm just saying like that, that is one scenario. That is an extreme scenario. Yeah, I'm not saying it has to be extreme. I'm saying what Austria and Germany and Australia and all those guys are doing right now is not that, but they're doing something. Yeah. So I, I'm just saying it does, you, you went like from zero to 100 real fast. And I'm not saying that that won't happen at some point where people are just like, fuck this. We got to do it. Our, but it doesn't have to be that route. And that's what I'm saying. The majority of the public in the United States are still comfortable enough that they don't do that. Yeah. I'm just saying don't abide. Like, just don't. No more. Like, yeah. Well, they're going to because a lot of people are still convinced that if they stick along with the rules and keep doing what they're told. We'll go back to normal. We'll back to normal. But New York, 184,000 businesses, man. That mandate will take effect. Yeah. Even if it's short-lived, it will take effect. How many of those 184,000 businesses are going to do what they're asked to do? How many are going to say, no, we're not doing that? Well, that that's the real scene. Okay, but that's the real question going forward. You got uh, that's a large number of businesses. Each one of those businesses have three to 100 employees or more. How many of them are going to say we're not doing it? It should be as long as I bet I'm going willing to say as long as they are allowed to remain open. A lot of them will do it. Then they're in lies the problem. It is. Because they're not they're not realizing they're taking away their right. To operate their own fucking business and provide for themselves and their family. Pursuit of fucking happiness. Pursuit of all that. That's what the Constitution and Bill of Rights and all that protects. Well, but they're, not, they're not thinking like an American should be thinking. Okay. They're thinking, as long as I follow the rules, I can keep my shit. No, it's, it's what you're trying to say. As long as I follow the rules, I live another day. And that's a fucking shitty way to think as an American. It is. Yeah. Because that's not the principles of this country. No, it's not. But that's that's my argument. Is like, at what fucking point do we lose being an American? When they lose their shit. Well, we already lost the American value. Yeah, we've been disconnected from it for a while. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. Whole, it People was the, are brainwashed. What was the, what was this? Besmanoff? Yuri Besmanoff? It was the slow inculcation of like, oh, your, yeah. your country is a racist piece of shit. Yeah. And it's generation of generation of just... Your values get destroyed. I yeah. I just think in the history books they're going to look back and and I, and that's a problem with history books is you never the time frames are always weird. It just seems like everything happens one after another and it doesn't. It takes years for stuff to and I get that, but there's going to be a point where people are going to look back. Our children are going to look back and be like, "Why did you? Why did nobody stop this shit?" I'm not saying it's all going to fall apart and America's gone. That's not what I mean, but it will have long lasting effects one way or the other. Yeah. So I just want to know why. Is it okay for our kids to grow up and go like, you guys didn't do anything about this? Yeah. I think um, people are confused on how to stop this shit. Like, quit what, obeying. You're an American. Don't obey. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, that's that's don't, rule don't, number one. Yeah. But I, I don't think enough people are doing rule number one. And that's, that's Yeah. They're just, you know, at some point, like, stuffies here in town, man. Great. Good. 
on them. They've literally, since the beginning, said, we're going to fucking stay open. We're not wearing masks. We're not doing any of your shit. They got millions of dollars in fines, and they're yeah. going, what are you going to do? Well, Nothing. so here's you what know? I've noticed is when I go into a store around town, there's a lot of people not wearing masks now. Mm-hmm. And the stores have posters up saying masks required. Yeah, that's because and, corporations are requiring that. And none of the employees are coming up to people asking them to put on masks. In, in Cowles County. For sure. Go and to Portland. Okay. It's a fucking beast. Oh, yeah. Even um, Vancouver. The, what's the uh, McMinimins? Mm. The, the mask Nazis live. Well, and that's what we there. were talking about earlier. It's the, it's the, literally a pandemic of a liberal ideology. Yeah. It's a disease, and that's what's corrupting and destroying this country. I mean, I, I, and I get it, you know, and when you go to Portland, it's like you're, you are singled out now. Like here, it's like no one really wears a mask and you're fine. But when you do go to Portland, you're like, whoa, like I am the only person yeah. who's attempting to not wear a mask. Or when you're at the Great Wolf Lodge. The Great Wolf. Yeah, and you walk through. <laughs> and uh, I didn't really have any so, Someone that. asked me, sir, you got your mask? And I'm like, I'm on my way to my room. Go get it right now. And I was, I was just like, yeah, go to the pool. I, it's just <laughs> sucker. I, I don't want to see this all. I think this is such a beautiful country, man. And and we have such great, the groundwork is all there. I just really hate to see that it's going in a direction where you can see other countries having this battle right now. Yeah. And we're not that far. We're, we're taking longer to do it because we have things that they don't. And that's the only reason. Yeah. We have I, I think it'll. I think it'll take a U-turn. It's just going to, I think it's going to well, take a little yeah. time. I mean, because it's an information war. Right, that's what people are saying. It's like an info war. But they're winning that right now. Right now, because I think I think the tides are turning right now. Just like Greg was saying, with all the, the constitution constitution yeah. coming to the save to save these all these policies being implemented yeah. and to eliminate all these the mandates. I I think that is the that is the momentum changing. Because what have we seen? We've seen Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. Right. The rule of law come back a little bit, a spark of hope. If Jesse Smollett goes down, there's another spark of hope because he's a lion sack of shit. And then you have that. I mean, those are inconsequential cases. Well, I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse was not inconsequential. Yes, but, but then, like, like I just said, the mandate's being blocked. Yeah. All, all this shit is a, a turn of tides. Yeah, I hope it, so. It's, I, I think it is. And it's not going to be a, oh, we wake up tomorrow and now everything's back the way, you know, the America's supposed to be operating. I think it's going to take time. Well... For me to end this on this discussion, like we also have to do a better job at like, and I, I get it. I'm the one that's sitting there saying like, there's certain things that you can't be a, a fucking moderate on it. You can't, you just can't do it. Um, but at the same time, like we also need to understand that like we, everybody's divisive. We make, we se- segregate groups based off of political beliefs. We do it as well. So in order for this to actually come around where we get people, we just like try to be, more understanding of the situation, like maybe make teaching moments rather than, and hate shit, you know, like the fucking moron. I say it all the time. The fucking liberals a moron. I think you're a moron. I do. I think you are misled and absolutely misguided. I need to do a better job of not calling you a moron because I think at the end of the day, like I have things I can learn and you have a lot that you can learn. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I'm serious. Like, yeah. I, you know, I just feel like that there is no more like, yeah, so I think that um, the line goes both ways. Like you have the line of I got to do something about this right now because I have nothing left to lose. Mm-hmm. And you have a line of holy shit, I've never even noticed that before. Thank you for showing me that. Yeah. 
like this awakening line. And there's a lot of people, it, it takes a lot to wake them up. Mm-hmm. Some will never fucking reach that line. They will never. But, you know, sometimes it all it takes is, hey, did you see this? Did you see this? What do you think of this? Why does that make sense? And why are we d- still doing this? You know? Yeah, it's just really hard to, like, remain patient with people who, at this point, are still blind. And, and, but we need to. And yeah. I, I think the best thing to do is to show... Because I think what makes the right better is they the left says, says of the party of, like, everyone and we respect all but they don't they never have Mm. and i think like what has always made you know this group positive is we do accept i really do think that the conservative movement accepts all i think there's bad factions of it for for sure but yeah we need to be able to accept somebody that is not on the same level well and and show them lessons are learned knowledge is learned over time and through experience. Like, you can't just have a... Like, if somebody says, sir, put on this mask, you can't just be like, well, this is why I shouldn't put on a mask. Because this study shows that this, 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 this study shows that... Like, you can't just do that. It's too inefficient. This person's like, bro, you're... Uh, you got, like, seven people behind you in line. I gotta get going here. Put the mask on or get the fuck out. And that's why I think, like, memes... Memes are great because it'll show you a piece of evidence and then another piece of evidence and be like, can you... uh compensate these two like how do you is is that your stomach are you growling that was my stomach holy yeah. moly <laughs> no greg i agree with you man i really do i i just think like how long do we let the weight hold us down before we're getting close to the edge yeah so i mean you got a car barreling to an edge which we are we're getting to a point where there's like a drop off and it could be really gross but we got people in the car saying like, I don't know how to drive. And you're just going to allow them to drive. Or they don't even see that we're headed towards the edge. Oh, they don't. But they got but, their face in their iPad or but, their phone yeah. too much. Yeah, but we have patience. You have to have patience. I get that. But like, we're also very close to a really crazy turning point. So like, how far can your patience go? And that's my problem is like, hey, I can be supportive of you learning slowly what's going on. But at some point, you got to kick into gear. Like, you know. If you're not diving into some shit right now, I don't know when you're going to. Yeah. Like, this is not 1999 anymore. This is not 2005 anymore. You know what I mean? Whatever. Our lives aren't just as smooth. We wake up and everything's fun and gas is cheap and, you know, it's different. If you haven't looked into it at this point, I I don't know that you will. Yeah. Well, it's like we said before. I mean, to use your kind of analogy there, it's going to take a lot of people to see, actually see that edge before they grab the wheel. But yeah, and then is it? And they're gonna it, do some James Bond fucking slide on the edge. <laughs> Not a little fucking Tokyo drift that shit, bro. I mean, yeah. we're about that close. Yeah. yeah. So it, at some point, yeah, it it sucks because we kind of see what's coming, and we can see the writing on the wall. Not everybody is there, and there will be a point where there's no turning back, and that's what you're talking about, Dave. Is where where is that point going to be, and what happens if we cross it? What does happen if we cross it? I think a lot of it is going to have to do with this Maxwell case. I think a lot of it is going to have to do with uh, Rand Paul coming out saying Fauci needs to he needs to go to prison. I, I have a feeling there might be some shit coming out with that mm, yeah. in the future. I think that's going to make people look up a little bit. Uh, it's I, about I exposing corruption, right? Yeah, I think there's going to be several things in the future that are going to push things the other direction yeah because i think one thing that will wake everybody up is to see the people that they've once trusted corrupt 
So if they say, I, if the world turns upside down, Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. When you find out that your girlfriend was cheating on you or when you find out your boyfriend was cheating on you, your world is turned upside down and you go, you are not the person that I thought you were. I thought you were this. I found out you were that. Who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. What is my world about? When they see this it, truth about Fauci, about beagles, all that shit, it soaks in for about five minutes and then something else pops up. Yeah. But what if the fucker gets arrested? Now we got something going, whoa, why so, is he arrested? We got to dig yeah. and everybody knows, well, I want to know what happened. So the one thing I'll say about that for me is that if you just look at relationships in America right now, okay, the yeah. one indicator that scares me the most is there are plenty of people in this world, and I mean a lot, that can be cheated on, mm-hmm. beat to shit, dank and yanked, <laughs> raped, anything. Dank, yeah, sure, there you go. Yeah. Dank and yanked. And they still remain with the person that they're with. Yeah. Hey, and Stockholm. Greg said that earlier, it's Stockholm Syndrome. There's going to be a, a percentage of people in this country and in this world that we'll never see. I think it's beyond Stockholm. I, I think it's more just people feel like they're invaluable anymore and that somebody values them, even if it comes with a lot of hard shit. And they're just like, it's all I have. Yeah. And so it scares me that there's that mentality that is prevalent. I mean, how many people do we know that's in a terrible fucking relationship that shouldn't be in that relationship and choose not to leave because they don't have anything else. They're yeah. scared to be alone. They're scared what's going to happen. Yeah. And you know, we, like I said, you could show them, you could have Biden beat them personally with his fucking nubs, you know, <laughs> and they would still be like, oh, but I love you. Why are you doing this to me? Why, why would you do that? Maybe it was an accident. Yeah. Maybe his dick fell into her. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking of a cheating situation. They might just fall over and it just went right in. I it, was, didn't, uh, well, it also, it also applies to Biden. Yes. Well, it was Billy Madison. He the boob grab on the bus. Oh yeah. I fell into your boob. So I, you know, I, I want it to all work. I, I think like, you know, it sucks because, uh, you know, we want to reach people and just be like, hey, man, like, just look, look around you right now. Yeah. OK, just absorb this, like quit, quit focusing on this one thing and, and broaden that up. Yeah. But, you know, with our audience, I think most of you guys know this already. Yep. So the idea is share our content, go to people that you like other than us, share their content and like just spread it, man. Show your parents, your brother, your sister, your aunts, your uncles who don't see a problem just show them some content be like yeah just listen to this like you may not agree but just listen yeah you know because that kind of stuff it helps us it helps you and like you were saying earlier approach it it's it's almost to the i think it's almost to the point where it needs to be approached differently don't don't put it in their face as in you fucking idiot look at look at what's happening yeah that's me on this show being exaggerating but yeah it's true you the people that aren't seeing have to be taught they have to be shown in a learning curve. Like they have yeah. to learn what's happening. They're not, you can't just show them because they're like, oh, fuck you. That's stupid. You, you approach it like you're on the same wavelength as them. Be like, hey, dude, did you see fucking Fauci? Yeah, that guy's awesome. But did you see this crazy thing? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, oh, I, I love I, Dr. Fauci and his know, vaccines, but look at this Beagle stuff. I like Poole's, Tim Pool's approach to it. He's just like, hey, just show him an article. Just say, hey, what do you think of this, man? Just check it out. Just listen to it. And what do you think? Don't, you don't have to put your point onto it. Just say, but they already know where you're coming from. Show someone the world like they just woke up from a coma. Oh, wow. 
That was deep as fuck. I don't even think we can go anymore. You go, see that. this man? That's Alec Baldwin. You can't just shove it on their <laughs> face. You got to present it to them in a specific way. Uh, Show us the world yeah. like you're in a coma. Well, hey, so before we you get out of here. Mean. I do know what you mean. It's a good good aspect right there. American Airlines CEO is stepping down in March. That's about what? The just uh, umpteenth uh, CEO to drop out since Dude, the good Lane Maxwell jizzy. a lot. Yeah, right? All right, guys. It was a fun yeah. conversation. That was kind of like uh, that was pretty. That's good. We haven't had one of those. In a while. No, it's just good to kind of rant because it's frustrating. And I think that you guys are on the same boat. We are just like I said, uh, just try to do your best to show small pieces of info to maybe bait somebody into understanding and wanting to look a little bit deeper. You know, yeah. don't drop the biggest shit on them. Yeah, they're not going to get it. Yeah, you know. So. We respect you guys. We appreciate you guys listening and, and being followers. And guys, again, if you go to Patreon, check it out. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, sign up for a month. See if you like it. Uh, put five in or ten in. Get you a call. Call one of our shows. And if it's not for you, I get it, man. But give us a whirl. Partofmyamerican.com. Shirts and hats. we got a bunch of new stuff going on there. And Sweatshirts, then, beanies. Reviews. Go give us a uh, solid review on the oh, audio. Yeah. We have a lot of audio yeah. listeners. We see the numbers. Don't be afraid to leave a review, I please. I see you. Okay, raise your glasses, gentlemen. All right. All right. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Until Sunday. Well, until next time. Yeah, next time. You guys have a good one. Sayonara. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.